we have to do something. At San Francisco General Hospital, the staff is gearing up for the opening of a special wing to treat AIDS victims. It was built by the nurses there. We were gay, we were straight, we were young, we were old. And of course, that was a time when nobody even knew how it was uh, spread. The danger was very real. 5B is the true inspirational story of the everyday heroes who provided aid and comfort to the first HIV AIDS patients at San Francisco General Hospital in 1983, better known as 5B. And joining me right now is activist and actor Javier Munoz and nurse from 5B, Alison Moet. Good morning. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Now, I'm Generation X, so I was a teenager in the early 1980s, and I remember vividly what AIDS was doing uh, to this country, the panic that happened, uh, and people losing loved ones, a horrible disease. Uh, Allison, tell me about uh, your attitude when the filmmakers approached you to make this documentary. Well, I was, we were cautious, but we were kind of, I was kind of buoyed by the thought that uh, Johnson & Johnson, who initiated the, the, um, the, production of the film wanted to support nursing and promote recruitment of nurses. And I thought, yes, our story is a story to be told. And, it, and I also was hoping that it, the relevance to now would be shown. If we want to recruit nurses, let them see what they can do now, how they can be important now. Let them see what's being done now as well as what was done at that time. So let them see how we can inform the future and they can they can inform their own future. And Javier, it, it's it's amazing to me today the ignorance, especially among the younger generation, about how AIDS is transmitted, how HIV is acquired. Uh, it's very difficult to get HIV. It doesn't survive outside the body and there's only two ways to get it. Uh, but people still think you can get it from kissing or from toilet seats. We need more education, especially with our young people. I agree with that 100%, and, and that lack of information, I think there's, there's a number of causes. I think let's get to the heart of the matter, which is the virus doesn't discriminate. The virus doesn't decide one person over the other. The virus is going to attack anyone and everyone, and none of us are exempt from this situation. None of us get to sit back and let the other person fight the battle. It demands that we all show up. And I think if, if that's the messaging, if that's what we're talking about, that we all need to participate in, in this fight to end HIV and AIDS, that it's all our responsibility because it is, then, then that changes exactly what you were just describing because we're going to have to have more conversations about the facts about HIV and AIDS and we're going to have to put aside any sort of differences, and I, and I really do mean that because this is a human battle. It's all of us. So, Allison, what are your memories of those first weeks in 5B, and uh, you eventually became the nurse manager of the ward? You know, actually, we didn't start with a nurse manager. We had Cliff Morrison, who was the clinical coordinator, but we felt that we were all registered nurses, and, and we could do this we could do this together. We didn't really need a manager. So I became the first manager down the line. So we, we came onto this unit as a group of very united people. We had a single idea. We wanted to give our patients holistic care. We wanted to address, be able to address all of them so that it was not, meaning not only their symptoms, not only a disease, but also that 
that they be, feel that they were in a healing environment where they were accepted for who they are, where the people who they loved were welcomed, were welcomed as, as, and they, they would define who, who they loved, where they could bring things from their home as well as their friends and family onto the unit and have them participate in their care, where we could have the community come onto the unit, where we could have counselors and social workers. So we had a very holistic model, and that only you know, continued to develop past those first days as we learned more about the disease, as we were taught, and we were taught by our patients and the community that they came from. And we listened to them. We listened and we learned. I think there's this whole generation of survivors who have had this shell shock that we haven't even dealt with. Um, that, I mean, how do you lose most of your friends? People died, but we made a difference in the way they died. We made a difference in the way the people who loved them were held. Well, Harvey, we've come a long way since the 1980s. You know, people are living with HIV, long, healthy lives. I think of Magic Johnson right away. Uh, and the term I hear thrown around a lot is undetectable. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, people are have a new attitude towards the disease and living long, healthy lives. So let's let's have this happen for everybody. Yes, this I'm, I'm living proof of that. I, I've, I was tested positive in 2002. I've lived openly with my status since then. I am undetectable and you can have a healthy and successful life, but you have to have access to treatment. And that involves everyone. Again, we're going into state by state, city by city, country by country, policies, government, everyone needs to be involved in putting an end to this and creating a absolute, complete access to treatment so that testing isn't a scary thing. One of the things to do is to, is to ask your physician because as Javier has said very importantly, the virus doesn't discriminate. Just be, you can't say, see the, that the person sitting next to you has or does not have the virus. You can't see that the person you're dating has or does not have the virus, no matter what population they're from, no matter where you are. So speak to your physician. Demand education. Demand testing. Demand tools for prevention. Demand tools for, for medications for treatment. And Javier, tell me about being a Red Ambassador and the benefits that the documentary 5B will get from that association. Uh, well, I'm honored to be a Red Ambassador. Um, I, I, I've, I've been an admirer and, and I've adored Red since it's, it's the beginning of its existence. It inspired me to just even, as a, as a young gay man, identify in a healthy, positive, empowered way uh, with my with my sexual identity, but uh, red reaches far and wide. This is a small group of people who make a gigantic impact, and I'm honored to work with them. And and five B is the perfect vehicle. Not only is is this educational, not only is this a cathartic experience for an audience member, but thirty percent of what you're paying for your ticket is going to go to red to help fight AIDS and HIV globally. That's great. You're making a difference just by planting yourself in that seat to see this film. Besides the difference it's going to make to your heart and your life, and it's 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 a far-reaching impact. Um, and I'm 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 absolutely happy and honored to put myself out here for Red anytime. Well, Javier, thank you so much for your activism, and Allison, thank you for your dedication and compassion. And uh, you're both heroes in my eyes. Thank, thank you. you.
All right, you can catch 5B in theaters now. And also for more reviews and interviews, you can surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.